Welcome to the Unapologetic Man Podcast. The only podcast that's all about self-improvement, confidence, success, women, and being a man without making any apologies for it. What is up, gentlemen? Thank you for tuning in to another episode of the Unapologetic Man Podcast. My name is Mark Singh, and I am your host. I am also a dating coach, and I use NLP, which is called Neuro Linguistic Programming, to reprogram the bullshit in my clients' heads. Before we jump into the content, which is a really juicy one, by the way, why you should never take dating advice from a woman, wanna tell you guys a really quick story about a client who hired me who was trying to get married because he was Mormon, and before he could get a certain job, he needed to be married. So this guy hires me and check this out. He was an Asian Mormon, Asian Mormon. He needed to meet a girl who was also a Mormon. Didn't matter to him whether or not she was Asian or white or whatever, but he needed to meet her and marry her within like eight months. So this guy hires me, joins the program. We go through the three months together, working together. And long story short, the guy gets married to another Asian Mormon. So it was a pretty unbelievable feat that we pulled off. And the way we did it was systematically, intelligently, and we did it by fixing the bullshit in his head. And we also fixed a lot of the issues that he was having with attracting women because he wasn't good at attracting women. So, you know, if you're gonna meet a high quality wife, a woman who you actually want to spend the rest of your life with, wouldn't you agree that you should have the best skill set possible so that you can attract the best woman possible. Obviously, you agree with that, and that's specifically what I do. But I thought that was a really cool story, and it really ended, you know, in a positive way. And he would thank me profusely, and it was great to work with them. And I'm not going to say his name because, you know, Asian Mormon who needed to get married to get a job. Uh, if I say his name, it might identify him. So out of respect for him, I'm just going to keep that private. But you know, if you think that your situation is hopeless, if you think that there's no way I'll ever meet a girl or no way I'd ever be able to cultivate this skill set, I mean, this guy was fighting with both hands tied behind his back. He literally had to be married in a time span that would almost be impossible for most people, not impossible, but highly unlikely, you know, unless there were like really good circumstances that lined up, which they did for him. And, you know, with my help, I will say that. I helped him quite a bit to do this. We were able to get that done. So congratulations, brother. And now he's able to get the employment that he wants to get. All right, gentlemen. So let's talk about why you should never, ever, ever take dating advice from a woman. And now I bet there's several women listening and occasionally I will get emails from them who hate on me because they base their opinion about my podcast not only on the name of the podcast, the Unapologetic Man podcast, but they'll also like digest like 10% of an episode, hear me say a few things and then not stick around for the completion of what my point is. It's kind of like reading a book, the first 10% of it, and then writing a scathing review that the book was against women, it was racist, it was horrible, before you even get the total picture. So if you're a woman listening to this and you're pissed off already because of the title, and let's be honest, I put that title because I knew that it was a little bit clickbaity. You're probably also pissed off because you think I'm an asshole just based on the title of my podcast. Before you write me a scathing review, before you email me spewing hate in my general direction, I ask you one thing, listen completely to what I have to say. 
Don't base your opinion on this episode just on the title. Listen to what I have to say, and I'm going to do you a favor. At least I'm going to try to. I'm going to try to keep this very interesting for you, and hopefully you learn a few things too because I've been studying this stuff for almost 20 years now. I usually say 15 years, but I just realized, damn, I'm 44. It's almost 20 years since I've been doing this, and I know what the fuck I'm talking about. So when I say never take dating advice from a woman, here's the first caveat, except for women who do this professionally. We have Marnie Kinris of The Wing Girl Method. We have Kristen Carney, who's a banter coach, both of which produce the Ask Women podcast. I also have multiple other female dating coaches, friends who are very good at what they do. But a woman who has not been formally educated in how attraction works in women will steer you in the wrong direction. And here's why. It's because the way women think and what attracts them emotionally are two very different things. So they think that they're attracted to a litany of checklist items in men, okay? He has to be tall, handsome, have a good job, be buff, have a perfect body, drive a BMW. Like I'm just listing out random things. I'm not saying this is true for every woman, but most women, as do we men, have a checklist of what they want from their man. And that same woman, and you've seen it just as well as I have, both you boys and you girls out there listening, will go and have sex with a guy who is the complete opposite of what they say they want. Why? Because attraction is not a choice and attraction, especially in women, is completely illogical. Before I get into the biggest point, the biggest drama of this podcast, which I'm gonna do at the end, because I'm smart as a podcast host and I always save the juiciest tidbits for the end and I got a really juicy one for you that's gonna make me completely come unpeeled, completely get apoplectic with rage based on what one woman said. I'm gonna save that for the end. Before I get into that, I wanna refer back to the podcast I just dropped where I interviewed my extremely hot friend, Jess. That episode was dropped previous to this one, and if you haven't heard it yet, I strongly suggest you go listen to that. But what I'm gonna do is kind of analyze some of the things that she said. Then what I'm gonna do is talk about why a woman like Jess, who has no idea how seduction works, and that's actually why I wanted to interview her. I wanted to interview her because unlike my other hot girlfriends, she doesn't listen to my podcast. She has no interest in how attraction works. She has no interest in learning this stuff. So she came from a purely female perspective and all her answers were completely obvious. Would I ever go up to her and ask her dating advice for how to get a hot girl attracted to me? Never, I would never ask her. And it's not her fault. It's not because she's dumb or less than me or anything like that. She just doesn't know the rules. And God bless her, it was a great interview because she didn't know the rules. Now my other friends who listen to this podcast, they'd be like, oh, you gotta do frame control and push pull and qualifying, they know too much. And that's one of the reasons I don't interview them. But when I say never take advice from a woman when it comes to dating, a woman who doesn't know the fundamentals of attraction, because like Jess, they're coming from a completely emotional perspective. Attraction is not a choice, what attracts them emotionally is absolutely different from what they think they want rationally. And because of that, they will steer you wrong time and time again. The classic example is what happened to me, bro. What happened to me? I had a crush on a girl in college and I had a female friend who knew nothing about seduction. And, and again, not her fault, not her fault, knew nothing, told me to leave a poem and a flower on her car 
and then reveal to her afterwards that it was me that did that. Okay, so I completely pour my heart out into this poem. Every time I see you, I just can't even like function. You're the most beautiful girl at this entire school. I would do anything to be with you, like all this shit, right? And my friend signed off on it, this female friend. Now this was in college, you know, we're 20 years old, goddamn stupid as hell, but she signs off on it. So this is evidence part one, that women have no idea what they're talking about because she's like, I would like to receive that, but there is a caveat to that, which I'm gonna reveal at the end, okay? So this woman in college was thinking, I would love to receive that kind of poem. That's so sweet, I would love that. So I put it on her car, and then the next day I say, hey, um, it, it was me who left the, the, the flower, and she's like, get away from me, creep. And bro, it absolutely destroyed me, destroyed me, and this was before I got my heart completely broken by Krista, that girl who I've told you guys about, who cheated on me because I was a beta cuck, I was needy, I was way too available. So she cheated on me and I heard her having sex in her dorm room with another guy. So this is why I got into this seduction thing. But when that blew up in my face, I kind of started to realize what you guys should realize. Never go up to a woman who knows nothing about how attraction works and ask her for advice. Never take dating advice from a woman, again, unless she does this professionally. Okay, so going back to Jess, Jess is what I call the uncarved block, okay? She hasn't been messed up by me and telling her all the rules. She was absolutely a joy to interview. Girls like that are a joy to hang out with. Now, most of the time they get super interested in it. And by the way, a quick side note, one of the best ways to create material to get a girl attracted to you is to talk about this stuff. Are you kidding me? You guys ask me all the time, like, what do I talk about? How do I get them attracted? I have a shit ton of things that I teach, gambit, storytelling, push, pull, hypo stories. There's a million things I teach to have content enough to spend hours and hours and hours with a girl. But one of the things you can do if all else fails is just explain to them how attraction works. When you explain frame control, when you explain push-pull, hoop theory, requests, all the things that I teach, they're absolutely fascinated. Now, Jess, she has no interest in it. So I was like, perfect, finally I find a really attractive girl who has no interest in this stuff, so I'm gonna just interview her without prefacing it with any kind of information. Okay, so the first thing she says is I wanna meet a guy who's tall and funny. Okay, the funny thing I can agree with. She really does want a guy who's funny because through experience, she's found that guys that make her laugh generate emotion in her that gets her attracted. That is spot on accurate. If a girl ever tells you, be funny, be fun, that's correct. Unfortunately, most girls don't even know that's what they want. So Jess has some good introspection that she does understand that's what she's attracted to. She also said tall though. And that's where I kind of had to disagree with her. Now. Would she prefer a tall guy, all things being the same? You have a guy who's 5'6 and a guy who's 6'2, completely same look, completely same personality, same frame, same everything, same game across the board. Yeah, she'd go with the tall guy, but does it matter? No. You know how much it matters, like being good looking to a woman, being tall to a woman, being muscular to a woman? Here's how much it matters, bro. It's the same thing as if you meet a woman and you realize that she has a master's degree. It's like, it's like kind of cool. Like, oh, okay, like she has a master's degree. I like that. That's pretty cool. But it's like not the end all be all. None of us say, I want to meet a girl with a master's degree, except for some of you guys who 
hold academic achievement like really high in your book, which is rare. I've had some clients that did that. Like she has to have a doctorate like I do. I get that. But guys, you know this, for 95% of us, it doesn't fucking matter if she has a master's degree in business, which Marissa happens to have. It's like, oh, okay, that's a pretty cool addition to sweeten the pot. It's like when you get a job and you realize they include dental. It's like, oh, that's pretty cool. You know, I'm really more interested in the paycheck and interested in what my day-to-day looks like, but the dental's pretty cool just in case I get a cavity in my lateral incisor. You're pretty stoked to have that. So a girl, when she meets a dude who's taller than her, she's like, ah, that's pretty cool. But dude, it's not a deal breaker if you're less tall than she is. It is not. And I even got just to confess that. I was like, look, if you met a dude who was short with a peg leg, a bald head, and a beer belly, and his nose whistled when he breathed, would you still give him a chance? And she eventually said, yeah. She's like, yeah, it would take him a while to win me over, but yeah. Now, that again is the uncarved block female perspective. I guarantee you, if he had frame, he was funny. He knew how to tell stories. He kept her intrigued. He could snatch her up just as quick as a guy who's 6'2 and ripped. I, I, I guarantee it. I guarantee it. So again, women don't know what they're attracted to. Isn't that crazy? They don't know what they're attracted to. They'll sleep with the dude and be like, why, did, why do I keep ending up with guys like this? Why do I keep doing this? Why, why, why? It's because they are flipping attraction hot switches that are dictated not by looks, not by status necessarily, not by all these trivial things that you've listed off in your little resume. They're snapping off those triggers by way of emotions. Emotions, they're flipping all the attraction hot switches on the emotional channels and therefore they're getting them attracted to them. Now, another thing that Jess said is that there was a guy who approached her once and she remembered this approach quite specifically where the dude was just normal was her words. Okay, so let's look at a girl who's pretty hot, right? Eight, nine, or 10. And when I say 10 boys, I'm saying you see a 10 maybe like once a year. That's how fucking hot this girl is. Nines you see once, I don't know, a month maybe if you're really active. And then eights you can see a couple times a week, let's say. So my, my standards are pretty high. That's what a 10 is. Okay, so I give Jess solid eight running up to nine when she's really trying hard. If she's really put herself together, she can get up to a nine. Like on her Instagram, she doesn't try that hard. They're just basic iPhone pictures. But like you can tell if this girl really put some effort into it and really tried to look good in her pictures, which she does, she does look good, but like, it's not like Instagram model level, but if she got to that level, she could get to that level. That's what I'm trying to say. So we're gonna give her a nine because she's pretty fucking cool too. So she said, if a guy could just be normal around me. So what happens with dudes? When they talk to a hot girl like that, they go into screensaver mode, they go into dipshit mode, they become a fucking sea donkey. So what they do is they get stifled, they stutter, they can't look at her in the eyes, they look around, they have nerd mannerisms, they just look weird. And Jess said, and I love it, I hear this from all my hot friends, when they're talking about how a guy approached them, they always say, stop being weird. Like, what are you, what are you doing? Stop being weird. That's like the common hot girl phrase, stop being weird. Now, the reason guys are weird is because they can't take the social pressure of speaking to a hot chick. They're not used to talking to hot girls. They're not used to being in high pressure cooker situations. So when they speak to her, it's the same thing as being on the mound in the World Series and you're being pitched at and you're just a complete douche canoe, right? You can't even focus. You can't really take the pressure. And this, by the way, quick side note, is why I have my guys do social pressure challenges 
to get themselves used to taking the social pressure so that when they're standing in front of a hot girl, they can just be fucking normal. And so when she talked about that dude who did a great approach, he did many things wrong. Okay, he talked about boring shit. He bought her a drink, which I never suggest doing. That's like basically making her into a prostitute. Like, here, let me buy your time. Most of my girlfriends who are hot resent dudes who buy them drinks and they use guys who buy them drinks. My hot friend Amy is always like, I just want to get guys to buy me drinks. Amy, if you're listening, you're a bad girl. That's fucked up what you do. But listen, if they're going to be so stupid to buy you drinks, then so be it. Go get some fucking drinks. <laughs> She'll give them to me. I don't drink alcohol, but she'll be like, can you get a Diet Coke for my friend? And they'll be like, oh yeah, for sure. That's how I get my drinks half the time is from dudes. Dudes buying me drinks through my hot girlfriend. I mean, come on, bro. Let's go ahead and be a fucking man and not try to buy her time, but feel like you're worth enough in yourself, in your conversation, in your presence to just have her be interested enough to stay there with you without having to buy her time. See, when you try to buy a girl a drink, it's basically saying, I'm not enough, so I have to buy your time. So here's a drink. Will you stay with me and like talk to me during the duration of you drinking your drink? And then when it's done, you can go. Bullshit. So this guy buys her a drink, has super boring conversation. She didn't say he made her laugh, but what he did was he was just fucking normal. So females are attracted to dudes who can hold the frame, stay on their inner balance point, as I call it, when they're standing there in front of them. Now, this is for like nines and tens. They don't get to experience this very often. That's why I say over and over again, guys, if you could just be normal in front of a hot girl, you're like 90% there. Then you throw in the tactics and the attraction hot switches and all this stuff, it's over, bro, it's over. And a girl like Jess, is actually getting approached once a week, she said, at the most. I think it was once a week or was it a month? Something like that. Super rare. And that's true for all my hot friends. They rarely get approached because guys are so afraid of them. And then when they do get approached, it's usually that Rico Suave, completely strange approach, or he's trying to take something from her. And that's another thing she said, is that she can feel when a guy is trying to take something from her and most girls say, I don't know what it is. I just get this vibe from him and I don't want to give him my number. So again, she doesn't know what it is. And this is why we don't take dating advice from a woman. Like you ask a woman, how do I go approach that girl? She's going to tell you the logical way to do it, which is to say she's pretty, ask for a number, you want to take her out or like, she's going to give you some weird advice that worked on her once because a certain condition was in place, which I'm going to reveal at the end. But if you ask me how to do it, I'm going to say, give value, make her laugh, tell stories, leave her better from having met you, right? Be a go-giver. So with Jess, she also said she'll give her number to guys without any intention of texting them back. Now think about it from a female's perspective. Why would they do this? We as men think it's fucked up. Like, dude, why would you do that? Just tell me you're not interested, but come on, bro. What would you do? You do the same shit because you don't want that uncomfortable social interaction by rejecting somebody. And then it's a guy and maybe it's a big guy who could get mad and maybe even hurt you. Try to look at things from females' perspectives. So they're going to give a fake number or they're going to give their real number and just block your ass. So that's why I always say it's super easy to get numbers like any of us can. But get numbers that stick, that's a whole different ballgame. Going back to this guy that talked to Jess, bought her a drink, didn't bring good conversation, still was able to grab the number, I think. I can't quite remember. But she was attracted 
and that's it. If you could just be normal. Now, would a woman be able to decipher this and say, huh, this is what gets me attracted because it shows that he can take social pressure, which means that he has a high survivability rate, which means he's alpha, which means he can take care of my baby, which means I'm attracted to him. No, she's just like, eh, guys are weird and that is gross. Don't be weird, okay? That's the, that's the female advice that you'll get if you're lucky or you're gonna run into a girl like I ran into and she's gonna tell you to leave a poem and a flower and then the chick is gonna tell you to get lost because you're a fucking sea bass. And that's exactly what happened to me. All right, guys, and my last point about Jess is she said that her friend said looks matter to them. And I know this probably ruffled the feathers of a lot of you guys. You got pretty butthurt and you knew at that point it was over for you. You're like, God damn it, I'm not a good looking guy. I look like a chicken McNugget with tits. I look like I fell out of the ugly tree and hit every branch on the way down. I look like a canyon mule and a river buzzard had sex and I was produced out of it. I'm just not a looking guy, so I'm absolutely doomed, at least for Jess's hot friends. Bullshit, okay, bullshit. This is a prime example of her friends not knowing what the fuck they're talking about. Okay, they think they want looks, right? They're gonna write it down like, oh, I want a hot guy. And yeah, it's gonna get the guy's foot in the door. I'm not gonna lie, it's gonna get his foot in the door. But brother, listen to this. Five seconds in, if he doesn't have all his other shit strung tight, all the shit that I teach, he's fucking done. Dunzo 1000, and I'll tell you, I should do a podcast episode on this. In fact, I will. Why good looking guys are at a disadvantage? It's because when you're a good looking guy, quote unquote, women expect you to be ultra confident, ultra charismatic, ultra humble, ultra standards are higher. You see what I'm saying? So if you're not that way, you're going to get blown out even faster. The best situation, in my opinion, is to be just slightly better than average looking, which most of you guys are, especially if you put just slight effort into it. Clean your goddamn fingernails, boys, for God's sakes. Pick your nose hairs, clean up the unibrow, just run a tight battleship. Cleanliness, presentability, basic hygiene, boys, is really all you need, and then get some style, some clothes that fit well, that shows that you're socially savvy. And then dude, if you spit game on top of that, all these girls, all Jess's friends, give me a midget with a peg leg, a bald head, a beer belly, looks like a chicken nugget with tits, has armpits that reek like a goddamn burnt taco, and has a horrible English accent that seems like he came from east of the Volga River. If you give that guy game, if you let me get my hands on that dude and teach him game, I guarantee you will pull any of Jess's friends because it doesn't matter what they think they want. It's all on the emotional level. He gets in there, flips all the attraction hot switches, it's over, it's over. So again, what they think they want, I want a hot guy, I want a fucking six foot two, super ripped, amazingly attractive guy, bullshit, bullshit. It doesn't fucking matter. So you guys who got butt hurt when she said that, I want you to know, again, never take dating advice from a woman, right? Just like what this thing was titled, they don't know what attracts them. Okay, so here comes my big point. This is the one I've been excited about. A couple weeks ago, I'm listening to a podcast, a podcast which shall rename Nameless. And actually it wasn't the podcast host's fault. They were doing the same thing I did, which was to interview a girl about what she's attracted to. This girl literally says, and I got so fucking pissed when she said this, because this is leading so many men down the wrong path. 
She's like, so I just want a guy to like grab me and throw me against the wall and just start making out with me and just ravage me. I just want him to just like take advantage of me in that way. And I was like, no, like pulling out my hair. No, like one of those memes, right? Because what she said in her own mind, which she neglected to say on the podcast is a guy who I'm highly attracted to and a guy who I want to do that for me right before he does it. So you get all these poor guys, these thousands, tens of thousands of guys who hear this woman say this, and they go on a date with the girl who's not that into them. They're doing all the wrong shit. And then he fucking grabs her and throws her against the wall because this girl told them that that's what she wanted. And now he's doing it to some other poor girl and she fucking like accuses him of rape, which would be the worst case scenario because he's doing the wrong thing. So here's the big point, boys. Girls want you to leave the flower and the poem on their car. Girls want you to throw them against the wall and ravage them like they're always envisioning in their wildest sexual fantasies. Girls want you to confess their love to them. Say that you need them. Say that they're the only woman for you when they're in love with you, when they want it, when they're so unbelievably attracted to you because you used all the shit that marketing teaches you that they can't wait one second longer for you to grab her. And I don't suggest throwing her against the wall, just grab her by the shoulders, place her against the wall gently. She's a fragile girl and make out with her and take it when she's ready to give it. Lead her to where she wants to be led. Okay, so many girls give the wrong advice. Give the flower and the poem on the car. Yes, but you neglected to mention when it's a girl who really wants me. Of course, a girl who's really into a guy, if she receives a poem on her car, actually the poem I left was way overboard, but if she receives a flower on her car from Ben, oh my God, Ben, and if you're out there listening, Ben, just a random name I came up with, this guy listening is like, oh shit, he's talking about me. I'm talking about you, bro. Ben, you are the fucking champion who she wants that flower from. If you leave her a flower then, she's gonna be over the moon excited. But if you're some guy she's not into and you leave a flower then, like I did, she's going to be disgusted and say, get away from me, creep. Don't talk to me. Oh my God, get away from me. So one of the most painful moments in my life caused by a woman who didn't know what the fuck she was talking about. So be very careful when you take dating advice from a woman. Make sure that she's qualified. Make sure she has testimonials to back it up. Make sure she knows what the hell she's talking about because attraction is not a logical thing. It's an emotional thing. And unless you've specifically taken time to study this stuff, especially if you're a woman, but even if you're a man, dude, a lot of guys give bad dating advice too. So it's not just women. But oftentimes we think, well, she's a woman. She should know, right? Like what attracts women. No, 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 no. Get that shit out of your head. Once again, though, if she's trained, you can follow her. Like Marnie's good to go. That's my girl right there. Kristen Carney, fucking awesome. Listen to her advice too. These chicks know what they're talking about. But these other people like Jess and Jess, if you're listening, this isn't a slight against you in any way whatsoever. This isn't your profession. It's like, what was it again you do? You do like um, eyelashes, right? It's like asking me, Mark, how do you do eyelashes? How do you whip up a unibrow? and get rid of a mustache on a woman. I don't fucking know, dental floss, isn't that right? You guys just rub the dental floss? I don't know, so don't ask me. It's not my profession. So that really pissed me off when I heard, oh, I just want him to throw me up. And I've heard that shit so many times from my own friends. And I'll call him out, I'll be like, dude, Ashley, 
You have no idea what you're talking about. What if that guy, see that guy right there? What if he did that to you? Oh my God, no, I don't want that. Exactly. So you have to understand that you have to want it first from that guy before it happens. Otherwise, don't give advice to guys about throwing women up against the wall and making out with them. All right, guys, this has been a long one, but you can tell I'm very passionate about this because I have a lot of girlfriends, some of which listen to this podcast who do know what they're talking about. You can take daily advice from them. Like my assistant, Daisy, she knows what the fuck she's talking about. And then others who don't, like Jess. And Jess isn't trying to kick advice. She was just coming on because it sounded fun to her. She was the uncarved block and she did a great job. But I wouldn't suggest going up to Jess, no matter how beautiful she is, and ask her, how do I get your friend? (laughs) Don't do that, bro. Don't do that. Ask Mark Singh. Ask people who are educated in that specific avenue of mastery, which I most certainly am. And on that point, boys, my free breakthrough session where you get to get on a free, that's right, F-R-E-E phone call with me and you and I chat privately one-on-one from anywhere from 30 minutes to an hour is now available. All you have to do is go to my website, click on coaching, fill in the short survey, then I will send you my schedule if you qualify. And I want to tell you guys I'm getting a lot of applicants. So you may be wise to fluff up your resume a little bit there, brother. Be a cuck fluffer and fluff that bad Jackson up because I'm getting a lot of applicants and I do have to sort out you know, the guys who I want to meet from those who I don't. But if you want to meet with me, if you're sick and tired of getting the same dismal results with girls, if you think you're a hopeless case, like my client did, he's like, dude, I'm Mormon, I'm Asian, and I need to meet another Mormon girl who wants to get married in eight months. I mean, come on. That's like one of the hardest things to get past. We did it. The dude is currently married. And I'm getting virgins laid left and right. I'm getting guys who had no hope. I'm giving them hope. I'm letting them get excited. All the fantasies that they've had, I'm showing them how to make those manifest into reality. When they're laying in bed lonely, just wanting a woman's touch, just wanting that female energy, sick and tired of getting the same results of girls rejecting them, putting them in the friend zone, imagining themselves on their deathbed being alone without a woman, without a family, without a purpose. If you're one of those guys and you're sick and tired of it, let's meet, man. Let's meet and I'll tell you straight up if I can help you. I don't take on every client I meet. That's because I only take on the guys who I'm 100% sure I can help. And because of that, I have the reputation I do. In fact, I just added 11 more testimonials to my website. Check it out. These guys are getting phenomenal results and I do get a lot of testimonials that I leave off because I only wanna pick the creme de la creme and I think I have over 50 of them on my website and something like over 500 of them on my laptop, but I just haven't posted yet because I want the creme de la creme on my website. And those are there right now. Check those out. All my guys get the results. Never had one guy ask for a refund. Never had one guy tell me he was unsatisfied. Every single guy gets the results that he wants with women because I pick the guys who I know I can help. That's my strength. And I want to turn your weaknesses with women into strengths themselves. All right, gentlemen, that's it for me in this podcast. I do appreciate listening through the whole thing. Once again, I do drop episodes on Mondays and Thursdays, so make sure to stay tuned for the next one. And bro, never take dating advice from a woman who isn't specifically studying and knowledgeable about this thing. Just because she's a female, it doesn't mean she really understands how female attraction works. Remember that it'll probably serve you in the future. And I will see you in the next episode.